The day before had passed, and no one from Netherfield had called on Longbourn. Mrs. Bennet was beside herself with worry, and she had even demanded that Mr. Bennet must call on Netherfield first, in order that she and her daughters might then do the same. All the talk was that there were more people in the party other than Bingley, his two sisters, and his brother-in-law. Indeed, another illustrious person had joined the party, Mr. Darcy of Pemberley and Derbyshire. Elizabeth was now seeing him alive and in person for the first time since they had parted at Pemberley with an unspoken promise between them. A tentative step from him, a pensive step from her, and moments later they were in each other's arms. He had dreamed of seeing her for so long, and now here she was in his arms. Were they declared to each other, he would lift her face to his, and kiss her lips, tenderly at first, and then with abandonment. However, no such declaration existed between them, not yet, and even though there was no one but them at this beautiful place in the ever-constant rising sun, he knew he ought not to be holding her like this. Releasing her from his arms was beyond his power. At length, her hands fell to her sides. Darcy, sensing the absence of her gentle touch, seized both her hands in his. They gazed into each other's eyes. I have missed you. Elizabeth spoke softly. I have missed you, too. Are those tears that I see? He brushed his thumb across her chin. Why are you crying? Freeing her hand, Elizabeth wiped her tears away. You must forgive me, sir. It's just that we have been apart for so long, and I know I asked for this time so I might sort out my feelings about all that has happened in my life. But when my brother, when Avery, told me about your accident, I began to imagine all manner of horrible things. The worst one of all was that I might never see you again, and yet here you are, and I I simply could not be happier, and so you see, sir, How beautiful the ring of her voice sounded to him. The thought that his absence may have caused her pain was too much to bear. He placed his finger on her lips, thus interrupting her passionate declaration. Yes, I am here. I am sorry you worried. I would have been here sooner were it not for the carriage accident. That was just one of many things that conspired to keep me from joining you here in Hertfordshire. None of that is important at this time. Instead, I simply want to hold you a while longer, and then we can talk. Will you allow me that pleasure? Elizabeth nodded, and soon she was once again in his loving arms. Being in his arms that way felt just as it ought to. He was there. He had come all that way to be with her again. Not wanting to read more into his being there than was warranted, for she was still not confident he would accept her Bennet family, she decided now was not the time to do anything but enjoy being with him. No other man of her acquaintance had the power over her that this man commanded. It had been that way for as long as she had known him. Despite his accident, he appeared no worse for wear, for indeed she had imagined all manner of things had befallen him, from the loss of a limb to scars marring his beautiful face, even blindness. 
Here stood the man as he had always been, and she counted herself happy.